Hello, sisters, and welcome back to another episode here on the Intentional Mom Life with Jesus podcast. I'm your host, Sasha Star Robertson, and I'm going to say right out the gate, this is probably going to be the realest episode y'all have ever experienced here on the Intentional Abundant Motherhood. Wait, what? (laughs) what's the name of this podcast? Intentional Mom Life with Jesus podcast. Um, If you've been here a while, you know, it used to be called Intentional Abundant Life podcast, which is weird because it's been more than half of this podcast life that I'm saying that. Anyways, I digress. You're going to get a real look at what Sasha Star Robertson's life looks like through changing seasons and a little inside peek of what this current season of life is looking like. But don't worry, I'm going to encourage y'all through it just like I'm encouraging myself through it. Welcome to the Intentional Mom Life with Jesus podcast. Do you desire balance and want to glorify God with your life? Are you often up late at night conflicted between whether you accomplished enough or you were present enough with your kids? Do you wake up with big, ambitious goals only to feel overwhelmed by all the things on your to-do list? Hi, I'm Sasha Star Robertson. I know the weight of that stay-at-home mom life. It can feel like a burden to stay on top of things when you don't know how to manage your time and struggle to read your Bible. You want structure, a routine that flows, and a little time to pursue things for yourself without mom guilt. But you keep telling yourself, there's no time, and I can't find a good schedule. Well, sister, you've found the solution. On this podcast, you will find encouragement to help you live rooted and grounded in Christ, time management tips for busy moms, and mindset shifts to help you feel organized, productive, and peaceful, focusing on what matters most. So grab your cold brew or kombucha and strap those kiddos into the car seat, and let's jump into today's episode. All right, we are diving in headfirst today. And I'm going to start off by saying this episode has been titled Why Self-Care is Important for Stay-at-Home Moms. And I think it's an important thing to talk about because I've experienced this time and time again, and I know so many other moms do, where we are constantly pouring out, pouring out, pouring out. We are looking at others and what they need. We are serving our kids. We are serving our spouse. We are serving our home. We're cooking meals. We're preparing snacks. We're changing diapers. We're cleaning up spills. It's a constant work, right? They say somewhere along the lines of like, if a stay-at-home mom was to receive a, a paycheck, and this was years ago before all this inflation, it would be like a $150,000 a year job. So it's a multiple six-figure a year job. Not only that, you never get to clock out, right? You work from, you know, 12, 15, 16, 17 hour days, and then you go to sleep. But half the time, right, you're in a stage where your kids are waking you up throughout the night. Maybe they're a baby and they're still doing night feedings. Maybe they're a toddler and they're going through having nightmares all of a sudden because that's just how their brain has developed or maybe they're older and they wet the bed or they're even older and they're still getting sick or maybe they're teenagers and they're up late chatting with you about drama that's going on with all their emotions in their life, right? Motherhood is a job that begins and doesn't end for a solid 20 years. We all want to joke, it's 18 years and the kids are out of your house, but if you talk to any mom that has adult children it's just as hard. It's just different, right? You see your kids struggling, but there's a certain extent to which you can help them and when they have to face the natural consequences for their decisions, so on and so forth. 
But the reality is we, as a culture of women, have come have become so accustomed to turning ourselves and our own needs off to just going, 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 serving, serving, serving one thing to the next, that we've begun to numb our minds in the busyness and the constant being pulled in other directions. That I ask moms, what brings you joy? What do you like to do for fun? Use a couple of words to describe yourself. And they're like, they would need to ask somebody else, but other people aren't even going to be able to give realistic answers because the other people only know them to the extent in which they are serving them, right? I walk ladies through the Fresh Start course and there are these questions about self-care. What do I like to do for self-care? Or like, what are my non-negotiables, my fundamental needs? And this is the module that we've walked through in a recent cohort in these last couple of weeks. And so it's been really, really relevant, a lot of conversation around this. What are your fundamental needs? What are your non-negotiables, your basic self-care items that you need to continue functioning and doing your job, right? And, And I'm saying sometimes for some of us, it's like even at a level of survival, because you're constantly serving, what do you need as a mom to be able to continue getting up with your kids and preparing them a meal and to educate them, to speak to them in a positive and encouraging manner, to nurture them, to love them, to not have reactions or emotional outbursts? What do you need so that you can function and perform at an optimal level for your family? right? So that you are like firing on all cylinders, but even more so than that, what do you need so that you can serve even outside of your family, right? So you can use those giftings and step forward. I was talking to somebody today and I just want to share this because it's, it's something that I think is super relevant too. When I say serve outside of your family, right? I believe that God has given you unique gifts and experiences and place a unique calling on your life to minister to a certain group of people that essentially only you can minister to because of your tone and your pace and your experience and the flow in which you use words and the way that you describe things. And they're just going to be naturally more drawn to listening to you, even though you might be saying something that somebody else already has right? Like I remember a friend that was in just really dire straits, a really tough time. And myself and another friend, a mutual friend, were both ministering to her. And I'm like, oh my gosh, we are so different. Like I'm the like busy, rapid, in your face, live through trauma, hard experiences. Let's get real. Let's process through this. Like went through counseling and she's like just the gentle, reserved, nurturing, like, but our friend going through that tough time, she kind of needed both of us. And at different times, she needed to seek the the counsel from a different one of us, right? We were both there to serve different needs. But it was through both of us that she was able to walk through and find the help that she really needed, right? She was able to get from point A to point B, through both of those avenues. That's kind of what I'm talking about, right? 
But also in saying this is that when you go out and you're serving those people, the people that God has created you to serve, that that you have these unique experiences to serve, it also in turn fills you up. So this is a, is, a, is a huge example of what my work is, right? When I get off of a group coaching call with the ladies going through my programs and we are working on their schedules and we are overcoming mindsets and all these things, like I am so filled up because I am able to help them with things that I sometimes think are simple, but their minds just didn't get there, right? Not only that, but I see these group of ladies like pour into each other and give each other tips and encouragement and I get to learn from it and I get to be filled up through it. So it's a beautiful thing when we're able to get ourself and then our home and our family in order to be able to go out and serve in a bigger capacity. It's just this circle that ends up feeding us, right? And so self-care is so important for stay-at-home moms because it allows us to perform at our best. It allows us to show up in a way for ourselves and our families and for others that grants us the opportunity, the access, the privilege to go to bed at night and lay our head on the pillow and feel accomplished, feel like we've done something. And when we can be doing the very same things in a particular day, when we didn't get the self-care as a stay-at-home mom, when we didn't hit our our fundamental needs, our self-care baseline, our uh, non-negotiables. I keep saying these three phrases because that's the title of my uh, step in the fresh start because it can be it can be named all of these things and they can be interchangeable, right? Any any name that you want to pick that you feel most comfortable with. When we hit those things and we do all these other things in a day, we don't feel like we have been depleted. We don't feel like we have poured out to the extent that we're we're done for, right? We we have made it so we are also being poured into. But it's not looking to others for that validation, for that refreshment, for that refilling, right? So self-care is so important when I'm talking about this self-care baseline, the fundamental needs, the non-negotiables. And I want to give you guys some examples of these things. And they can be a number of different things. They're very different for different people. But some common ones that I see and some ones that I need are I need sleep. I really, really do. Like I have a plaque that says marathon sleeper because my friends gave it to me because I can literally sleep like 15 to 17 hours at a time. And like, it's great. I actually think I used to create a lot of sleep inertia. I'm not sure if you're familiar with that term, but it's where you end up sleeping so much that even though you've slept for like twice the recommended amount, you still wake up tired because you're like, your body just still wants to be sleeping or something. I don't know the science of it specifically, but um, all that to say, I know I need sleep. I used to think that I can function grossly off of like five or six hours. And now I know that when I get five or six hours of sleep, I'm not going to be the best mom I can. I'm not going to be able to take care of my home the way that I can. I'm likely going to skip out on working out, probably meal prepping or cooking anything healthy for my family, probably going to skip over some cleaning or the homeschool routine because I'm just not replenished enough. My body literally doesn't have what it needs. Another thing is to eat clean, whole foods. 
This is one of the number one pitfalls that I personally can find myself falling into is just grabbing that quick snack or turning to sweets in times of stress or Um, you know, at different events with people or going to the coffee shop and getting a coffee like it's a special treat for myself when it's filled with sugar and artificial sweeteners and, you know, whatever else, seed oils, etc. Like I know those things, they they make me feel sluggish. They upset my gut health, which then affects my mental health. Um, Another thing is time with God, right? That's a fundamental need. If I'm continuing to go day after day, week after week, without that baseline, like morning quiet time connecting with God, I'm just not even a good person. (laughs) I'm not even going to pretend, right? Like if you see me and you're like, whoa, Sasha's got some stuff going on. Chances are, um, I haven't had my God time. I'm probably not sleeping and I'm probably eating like crap, right? Um, a healthy amount of water is another thing for some people. It's the meal prepping for some people. It's a workout for some people. It's getting outside for some people. It's cleaning their kitchen before they go to bed at night. For some people, it's intentional time of playing with each one of their kids, whatever it is that you need to check off a box or that you can lay your head down at night and say, yeah, I did well because I did the baseline. I did the bare minimum. And these are things that when you implement them, when you figure out what they are and you implement them, they're the things that get you through those survived days, those seasons. I did an episode a while back and it was called um, Surat. Thrive days and survive days, essentially just breaking down like the two different kind of days that we can have in mom life. And they're very different. My husband and I did another one together, um, why it's important to do your best every day, but your best every day is different. Um, those are two really powerful episodes going back that you guys could listen to, to, to get, you know, a, a whatever it's called, a top up, I guess, on this episode. So the why doing your best every day is critical to intentional living, but how your best is different every day. That was with Robert Robertson episode 059. Yes, my husband's name is Robert Robertson. (laughs) And then um, let me see, I'm looking at my podcast catalog right now, Thrive Days and Survive Days is episode 119. And that's a really powerful one to go back and listen to as well. But when you're in a season of surviving, which honestly, that's what I said in the in the intro, you're going to see a different side of me today. I have been in a survive season. And I don't know that a lot of people have noticed, right? Like, I had somebody message me today. And you're like, you're just a super hero for getting all this stuff done. Or you have a superpower for like doing all these things and whatever. And I was like, Oh, my goodness it really struck a chord in me because I was like, no, I really don't feel like that. Like I am doing the bare minimum right now just to get by. I'm not sleeping because I have a two month old baby that was, came to our family very suddenly, right? We found out about her after she was like 12 hours old. Um, and then she joined our family and we still have a toddler. Like he was only not even 15 months old um, when she joined our family. So they're very close in age, two in diapers, can't communicate. We have 
a four and a half year old that really desires and craves attention and always wants to be playing with you or having you entertain him. I have a business and a podcast and, and clients and courses that I've been launching and, um, ministry and, and all these other things, right. That it can sometimes feel like the, the to-do list is never done. Right. And it's just, it's been a season where I really get to focus on my self-care as a stay-at-home mom, as a work-from-home mom, as a mom, as a businesswoman, an entrepreneur, as a woman that shows up in her community. I simply cannot continue to be who I am for all of the people that are looking to me and relying on me if I am skipping over my baseline. I'm going to be failing at stuff. I'm going to be showing up short, agitated, frustrated, missing deadlines, potentially even, you know, in the hospital from a heart attack with stress or something, right? Like I literally have thought this in the last few days on account of pouring out and not meeting my own basic needs. And so this is a reminder for y'all as much as it is a reminder for me that I get to choose what my self-care items are going to be. I get to prioritize them. I get to drink a proper amount of water. I get to focus on a proper amount of sleep. I get to focus on planning and preparing healthy meals for my family. I get to focus on making whole foods choices and limiting my sugar intake, right? I get to focus on being active and saying no to a coffee. I get to focus on my God time. And these are just some examples of things that I've written down before that I know I need for my baseline. So I want to ask you, what are, you can even just sit down and do a brain dump. This is what I have. And yes, that's my little baby in the background. Um, I got my four and a half year old on my lap right now as we're recording. Can you say hi? No, he's not going to say hi. Um, we do this in the Fresh Start where there's a, a page where I encourage you to just do a self-care brain dump. All the things that come to mind when you think of self-care, when you think of filling your bucket and what helps you show up at your best, what are those things that you need? And then start categorizing them highlight them, pray over them, revisit them, and really ask yourself, what is it that I need to show up at a bare minimum and, and still do the things that are expected of me each and every day? What are the things that will help me show up optimally for myself and for my family? And what are the things that are going to help me be my best self so I can show up and serve in a larger capacity outside of my family. And sisters, if you're like, that all sounds great, but I'm going to need more Sasha, then I invite you to come into the Fresh Start. It is such a phenomenal program. And this last season of my life has been such a reminder of why a program like this is so important. I was honestly watching a training video, yes, that I wrote the script for that I recorded. And I was listening to it just as a student and was almost in tears. And I was like, God, you did this through me. This is so good. This is such good content. And then I was really grieving because I had sat on this for a year 
and wasn't sharing it actively with people. So I'm sharing it with you today because it's so relevant and so timely for the season of life that I have been going through and exactly why I have needed this fresh start, why I have needed to sit down and just look over my life and how I'm living it and if I'm living it in accordance with my values and in accordance with what is helping me show up as my best self for everyone that is looking to me each and every day. Hey sister, thanks so much for tuning into this episode. If it blessed you, please do not hesitate to share with a friend. You never know what sister is in a survive season and is just looking for some things that are going to help her thrive again. Not only that, if the fresh start is something that sounds like it would be for you, I would love to invite you into this intimate space where you have lifetime access and create a schedule that actually works for you and your family. Per the huge, the link is in the show notes. Can't wait to see you on the inside.